0: FM to get started.
1: Hello and welcome to Game of Thrones offseason. Tonight we're discussing the villains of Game of Thrones who we love to hate. Stay tuned.
0: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> Here we are, back to talk about yes. the best show on television. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Joining me, oh, I'm Mr. Game
2: Child. I'm Dave Child. I'm here, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about some baddies. Ooh, they're the baddest of the bad, and I'm gonna, ooh, gonna talk about them.
3: In case
1: you didn't get that, we're talking about villains tonight. Uh, also joining us for a special appearance, wow, Tara Erickson. Wow,
3: I guess I'll talk weird too. My <laughs> name's Tara Erickson, and I'm here to talk about Game Thrones. <laughs> That's not how I talk. Cool. And Just like the
2: Game of Thrones people.
1: Ryan Malati, what you got for us?
3: Hello. Oh, boy. Little fingers with us tonight.
4: It is me, Ryan Malati. And chaos is is not a pit. It's a ladder. And and you can (laughs) climb it all the way to the top of this... Impeccable podcast. Happy to be here. It uh, went from Yeah. From yeah, from yeah. To Batman it's room. like downhill
3: at the end, but it was good in the beginning. Some you of our are
0: villains rolling. are here
1: with us on the panel. <laughs> Others are still in Westeros. <laughs> we are here to talk about the wicked men and women mm. of the land of Game of Thrones. Mm. One thing they all have in common is their ruthlessness in meeting their goals.
2: Mm. They mm. will
1: do anything. Mm. But Just the general... I just want to talk about villains in general for a second because, for me, great movies have to have a great villain. The villain has to be just as compelling as the protagonist for me or I lose interest in people's motivations and what's going on. I want to be rooting for both sides. So what I love about Game of Thrones is the fact that we do, whoever the villain is, we understand their motivations and sometimes we even might side with them even though they're fighting our other favorite character. Yeah, How I do you guys agree. feel about them?
4: I agree. There's a, I feel like there's a common mix, misconception about villains that they have to be unlikable. On the contrary, they have to be extremely likable. All characters in a story have to be likable. And the the great villains of Game of Thrones proved just that—that that you can have an I- impeccably evil character, but like them nonetheless, and root yeah. for them on mm-hmm. both sides. Do you want to talk about some news before we jump into our here? Into your...
1: I would absolutely love to talk about some news. I think Ryan and Dave have some news for yeah, us we tonight. Got yeah. Hot oh. Yes. Oh. hot
4: As yeah, <laughs> Ryan just like chair, by. chair malfunction. He's, He's go down my. a well um, to get
1: his news. We're good.
4: All right, I came. Came down there, and it came back up. Do you want me to start us off? Yeah, you can start Why right not, now. why not? All right, so, guys, I got for us the... Uh, well, it happened a, a couple weeks ago, but since we only do the show. By the way, I hope your holidays were were fantastic. Thank you. Welcome Thanks back so from... Happy New Year, everybody. But uh, a couple weeks ago, the Season 8 teaser came out. HBO released Ooh. it. It's not a trailer, technically, because mm. it doesn't have any, any actual new footage, although I will get to that. We did find some new footage in a, in a HBO commercial, but first, let's take a look or a listen to the new season eight teaser for Game of Thrones. Oh, there's torches in this one. <laughs> yeah, so we find ourselves down here in the crypts you of Winterfell.
1: Oh yeah, I saw this.
4: And you see the iconic feather get brushed off, the feather that Robert uh, Baratheon left for his late wife. Oh, this horror that's come to my family. It's all because I couldn't love a motherless child or Jon Snow's mother <laughs> you are a Stark you might not have my name but you have my blood mm-hmm. bunch of callbacks well that's a lie Ned Stark was lying to his son mm-hmm. Yeah. that we know now here we are the three Stark children Coming face to face. There's a Liana, There's a uh, Who those characters are in, in stone.
1: It kind of looks like reflections them. of themselves. Yeah, I think, I think it's them. them. Yeah, it? that's yeah. what I thought too.
4: Them as, as facing, old, their, old own them? Yeah. facing old their own death. Yeah, facing their
3: own like
1: destruction. I think because it looks like winter's coming, and maybe they've just been frozen there. That's, yeah, who knows. What do you guys make of that?
2: I think it's supposed to be metaphorical. I think it's supposed to be the, like, the, this is their family is dead, and this is where they'll end up once they come face-to-face with, like, this could be their death.
4: Well, that they implies that death. there's someone left to bury them. Oh, so it's true. not scorched earth is what, is what we're looking at, maybe. Maybe, but it also means they're dead. All three of them are
2: dead. All three mm-hmm. of the Starks are dead. Without and Melisandre
1: is gonna bring them all back.
2: <laughs> That's <not laughs> what she does. I also don't <laughs> think they're literally gonna die. I think it's yeah. just they like they're
4: the threat of death is they have to. It's looming, come face looming underground. Yeah, it's where all of our destinies are. But
1: well, but seeing that in the statues, it's like that was there years ago, and it's like they are right where they're supposed to be, and like they almost didn't have a choice and this was their fate. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of another way that I saw it is like they are where – like how is it possible that the three of them are there together at that moment discovering themselves in stone? So it's almost like this was always laid out to happen. Yeah, yeah. The idea
4: of fate has been challenged on the show many times, mm-hmm. but we're, we're starting to see that there is something to it, especially with Bran and his three-eyed raven abilities. It's almost as if you can't see anything as an accident. It's all – been preordained, or mm-hmm. you know, right. pre aligned. Isn't that interesting that we don't see
2: Bran? That it's the three. It's yeah. Sansa. It's so the three
3: strongest. Like yeah,
2: maybe Bran was, was envisioning all, all of
3: that. Raven.
2: Yeah, it's, it's,
3: <laughs> it's, maybe they're, ah, the ah. they're the eyes. They're the
2: eyes. That's interesting. How it's like. Oh, there. Because I, I just said like the last remaining Starks, and then I was like, mm-hmm. wait, that's not true.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. Bran. Yeah. True.
4: Still Good catch.
2: Do you have
3: some news for us? Well, before I have
1: another,
4: I have one more video, but before we show you guys, um, we wanted to take a second and say thank you, as always, for being fans of our show. If you're watching right now on YouTube, please give us a a like uh, if you like what you see. Give us a comment. Tell us what you think about this particular teaser or uh, the discussion that we're having today, who your favorite villain is. And if you're on iTunes listening, I mean, don't, you know, don't. Don't feel shy. Come on down to YouTube and check out you know watch these trailers with us. But you can also give us a rating as rating on iTunes. See you know we'd love to see the ratings and hear what you have to say about our podcast. Definitely. And uh, thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Being a part of AfterBuzz has uh, been a, such a great part of my life. So. Thank
1: Absolutely. You. We love you. Thank you guys. I love it. On to you, Mr. Dave No, no, Turn around the one mark.
4: Jesus. He's all right, guys, got we're going to throw so up. I know, God, I know. We got, we're going to throw up on the. This HBO came out with a uh, trailer for all its new Henry original Winkler's programming. And, this is, and we're <laughs> just fast forwarding here to 38 seconds in. We see an actual never before seen scene Ooh. from the new season. Go ahead. Okay.
3: Oh. Uh. Winterfell is yours, your grace. Oh. That's it. Oh. Oh. And,
4: and, cut, it. and yeah. cut it. And cut it. So that's it. You got five seconds of brand new footage. You see Daenerys stormboard with Jorah Mormont up in the north walking up on, on uh, John and Sansa. On? Jorah was there with, with Daenerys. They walked up originally yeah. together. You know, John's standing there with Sansa. And they walk up, and then Sansa says, Winterfell is yours. <clears throat> um, I was on Reddit looking, you know, scrolling through uh-huh. stuff, and I saw that there was a parallel between when Ned Stark welcomed Cersei into uh, King's Landing. He says, "Winterfell is yours, my lady." And uh, the same, and you know, from the background, Jon Snow's looking like, "What? What does he mean by that?" And then same things going on here with Brienne of Tarth, right over Sansa's uh-huh. shoulder, like mm, skeptical, mis-skeptical. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's just. It's interesting if, if they meant to do that because it parallels season yeah. one, quite, quite closely, you know. Another a foreign queen coming into Winterfell for the second time. Um, we'll see what happens. Look at how cuddly
2: John is.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, he's all
4: grown up. <laughs> yeah, cuddly with the anyway. Guys. So that's my section. And
3: oh, fi- damn, oh okay. I got stuff <laughs> now. If you have anything? What <laughs> uh,
2: you got for it's us? It's your turn now. I got no visuals though, but I do got some. Uh, I got some news. Mm-hmm. This is actually about. The future of Game of Thrones, Ooh. because they're talking about prequels coming out after these, this last season of mm. Game of Thrones. And they're very tight-lipped about anything about the prequels. They're not saying who the characters are, who anyone is in it, but they have announced some casting. And the biggest name is Naomi Watts. Ooh. She's going to be in it. I love
1: her. It. Me too.
2: It's very good. It's very interesting casting. I feel like she's very Targaryen-y. Maybe yeah. she feels like yeah. she would fit into that I world. Agree. Yeah. Um. But they're also casting a bunch of young, like as no name as Maisie Williams was, like starting off in, in this season. But they're casting a lot of young, diverse cast members. Mm. So they're trying to have uh, as many races as possible in this in this like prequel season. And it's not going to be as white as the Game of Thrones as the White watching. Walkers. Yes. So that's that's really nice that it's going to be more diverse and we're going to get see more shades of of the uh of the world and that's all my news but Naomi Watts it's pretty cool she has she was yeah. asked at the Cannes Film Festival mm-hmm. about this and she's already trained to be like I can't tell you anything. It was tell it <laughs> you <laughs> she, said, she said it's it's a it's a be- it's, it's a, 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 a great a, world. It's a magical world. And Everyone's world like, like, "Oh, is part.
4: it now?" Oh, <laughs>
2: but then she says nothing else. We don't even know what a character's name is all the character listings and like it's like a single letter they're all like w2 and oh, l3 God. like they won't say anyone's name or any clue because wow. the mythos is so big that yeah. if they say like oh a casting someone named dunk and someone named egg they might know exactly who those right. characters are right. which i kind of hope it's the dunk and egg story but right now we Sounds just like have w2 and l3 place. That sounds like
4: weird auto parts. Going to so, go down yeah. to the Dunkin' egg for some Dunkin' egg for Dunkin some Dunkin' donuts. Grounds. They have
1: uh-huh. eggs. The one bit of news <laughs> I want to share before we get into our countdown is that the premiere is actually scheduled for April 14th. We've got a date. April 14th. April 14th. April 14th. Put write on it down in your calendar, start put on your friends' it, calendar, right it, write home
4: about that. Cancel the cancel that wedding. <laughs> <Tattoo>. <laughs> They're still going to love you, but the premiere is only is only on that date.
1: Exactly. So mm-hmm tune in, or else you're going to miss everything next day, because everybody's going to be talking about it, spoiling it for we'll you. Be so. yeah. we'll, we'll be here,
4: spoiling everything. So,
1: watch it, tune in to us, hear what we got to say. Alright, top of my list, guys. Villains, let's get into I it. I made a list of villains, I put maybe, like, not the coolest villains at the top, number 12, and then mm-hmm. I count down to what I think the best villains of the show are. Maybe not <laughs> right. my favorite, just the okay. show's okay. biggest villains. That's okay. what What's Feel free theme? to okay, debate it. me, but this is just my order of you know, worst to best villains. I guess. So let's start with Euron Greyjoy, also known as King of the Iron Islands, King of Salt and Rock, Son of the Sea and Wind, Lord Reaper of Pike. He says, I don't mock the drowned god. I am the drowned god. From old town the Carth, when men see my sails, they pray. What do you guys think of Euron? I like him as like this you know, pirate to the extreme. Takes no prisoners. Like, he just takes what he wants.
4: You know, I, I like Euron for the, I mean, yeah, his his charm as a dirty pirate is is awesome. But uh, you know, the the main thing I love about Euron, is that he reminds us how big this world actually is. It wasn't until, you know, what five, six, six seasons down the, down the road mm-hmm. that we realized there was Euron with his you know following of of you know half of the Greyjoys you know and their right. thousand mm-hmm. ships. It's mm-hmm. just there are characters out there in this world that can bring across uh, that great deal of conflict late this late in the game, it just reminds you that this world is bigger than, than this, the box we try to put it in sometimes when we talk about the, the game of Thrones. Right. Yeah.
3: yeah. I just like that he ripped out everybody's tongues because he wanted silence. I'm like totally. If I could do that just for a moment, and then be like, I'll give it back later. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you.
2: I'm glad you put that code real quick. Just one specifically to
3: Mr. Dave Child, and then hang it around, and then be like, you can talk now again.
2: I would wish that could happen. Yeah, I wish I could take take so
3: much Tylenol. You know, go ahead. Finish (laughs) your
2: sentence. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Euron did have to murder his brother Balon to take control of the throne, and but his everyone father. sort of supported that. Yeah, yeah, he's, and he's, his father. Yes, he's his kind his father, of a classic
2: bad guy. He's kind of like I, I feel like in the level of bad guys, it makes sense that he's like number twelve because <laughs> it feels like if you're fighting the Game of Thrones video game. He's, like, level one boss. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where he's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, this is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot worse guys. He's almost, like, too bad. He's not that... We were talking earlier about how likable, like, bad guys have to be and relatable. And right. this guy's, like... He's just kind of a, you know, kick stuff down,
4: burn stuff up. Right. Yeah. A big brute. part of what makes a, a great brute. villain is their motivations, right? Yeah. What's motivating this guy and to, to make the, the cruel and, and zany decisions that he makes? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like he just wants, he wants, he wants a, a sugar mama of evil.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, that's really he what wants he wants. Her. He wants
4: a woman in power and he wants to be his, her foot soldier, and that's just all. He's a simple man. He wants yeah. power, but he's not like not a really. chess master. He's yeah. like,
2: once he got power, he'll probably be bored with it and move on to something else. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, I feel like he's kind of witty. I liked his line that I wrote down where he's like, Well, I have a thousand ships and two good hands that he said to Jamie, and you're like, Oh, sick burn, man. <laughs> 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 Which I enjoyed. <laughs> I, like, what we did. I like remember him doing jazz. Right? And you gotta know
4: he wrote that down like, th- you know, like, two weeks prior. Yeah, yeah. When days. he's in his earlier, ship like, and I'm he was gonna like, burn him. Thousand chips so, are too okay. good. What is it? Too bad. Too bad.
1: Oh. He's definitely the villain behind the scenes practicing his lines. Yes. Like before <laughs> yeah.
4: he oh, got yeah. yeah.
2: sure.
4: He's looking in the mirror people. looking at his leather. and Making he's he like, sure. yeah, looks like the villain. I'm gonna unstrap a few of these straps. Let them dangle. Let them hang. I look crazy. I want
1: to make sure we get through all these. so I'm gonna jump to Sons of the Harpy. Okay. Now, I, I like them a bit better than Euron just because they've got these masks, you know, and they're named after the Harpy, their traditional symbol of the slave masters. Um, they wore the golden masks, the horned faces resembling the Harpies, and they, you know, came about because they were opposing the rule of Daenerys. Uh, she was coming to Marine, and, you know, they were made up of former slaves who were against, you know, her being there and taking control. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They were it's they were collectively they were they were a threat. I mean they took out Sir Barristan. You know they took out. what was it they take out? Grey Worm now, but he was okay. Uh, they they were a faceless villain mm-hmm. almost. I mean yeah. we had that one character. Um, I, I don't know if we ever. She, I think she did get a name. Ma, I think was her name. Yeah. She was the one who would cradle the. The men, you know, before she killed them. You know. uh, so we, they kind of had a face of leadership, but ultimately they were faceless and seemingly motivationless. It just seemed like they just well, wanted to.
2: They wanted their old overturn. ways to maintain. Yeah. They wanted,
4: like, the slaves to
2: still be slave masters. They wanted right. the old ways. If anything, they're scary, especially from a modern perspective, because mm-hmm. they're anonymous, hidden, can pop up at any moment. They feel a lot like uh, terrorists that we right. kind of have yeah. these days, and it's mm-hmm. and it feels relatable because it feels like a real world scary issue where yeah. this old mentality is bringing everyone together, and you also don't know who's on whose right. side. You could right. be the heartbeat. and Tyrion made a
3: deal with them, and they broke the treaty. Right. They went back and just went nuts. So it's yeah. like there. I feel like they are like true terrorists in that yeah. that regard.
2: Yeah, and it and it could be anyone. It could be the person next to you, like in that scene where everyone starts putting on their masks Mm -hmm. in the actual, like, when they start to attack Mm -hmm. in the dragon pit, that's kind of, or what became the dragon pit, the gladiator pit. That's, like, (laughs) where they really kind of showed their face and really got to be a scary villain.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree. Next on my list, number 10, the High Sparrow. And uh, I think he's a bit better uh, than Sons and Euron just because, you know, he's this holy man, unexpecting, serves the people till he disagrees with your morals, and then he'll lock you up forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he was appointed the High Septon, which re- he reestablished the Faith Militant, which was this holy army of hell, really. Yeah. And Cersei thought it was going to be her secret weapon, but that totally backfired on her.
4: Totally. Yeah, yeah, this guy is really scary because he militarizes faith, mm-hmm. right? It, and faith is an idea that's so much bigger than, than anyone, whether you're good or bad. If you throw the idea of a god, an overarching you know, deity, it's like if, if you have people believing in that, then you can get them to do whatever you want. And you have this guy that has, has the... The, the citadel like the by goal. the balls. Yeah. You know, he's like, whatever he says goes. And someone like that, I don't know if that's kind of explicit, is it? I don't think it counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have someone like that um, with their motivation is just purely to hold on to power. They they have no interest in material wealth, in mm-hmm. gold. In, the, in They're only interested in having people do exactly what they believe in. And with someone like that, pure power at their disposal it's a really scary thing and someone with a righteous cause can be very scary Mm -hmm. yeah or what they
2: believe is a righteous cause and that's what makes him so you can't control him he seems like such a nice sweet priest guy and (laughs) then his righteous cause is like giving him that tunnel vision and he won't listen to any outside influence only what he believes and what his faith dictates.
3: And it gets crazy when he starts like the mutilation, mm-hmm. like the seven point star on the forehead where you're like, That's yeah. forever and that's like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's forever. <laughs> that's like, forever. Not, we're stepping out of psychological land and we're going into like We all
2: have those embarrassing teenage <laughs> moments where we get a seven point star started <laughs> into <laughs> our, <laughs> our forehead. Our and then we realize that's forever. And uh, make you guys, me, guys had Mr. Had High different...
0: sparrow yeah. how come
4: you don't have the Sarah Point Star on your <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, for you. Everyone knows. When they look at me, this is for you. Take him out back and explain to him why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Next on my list, number nine. I got to go with Walter Frey. And he Uh, is a great villain uh, just because his setup of the Red Wedding. Mm
4: -hmm. I mean, that that scene
1: is forever in my head. And it's, like, the main thing I remember about Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. when anybody brings it up.
4: It's iconic. And he orchestrated it. So, excellent choice. Yeah, Walter Frey. I mean, he's... He's the kind of guy who, you know, I feel like you could go the whole story of Game of Thrones without ever running into him, but if you do, (laughs) it's going down, you know, because he just sits in his castle with his daughters, and, like, he doesn't really get out or do much or do anything, Uh, but, you know, he's not really going, he's not, like, he's too lazy to go out and, like, get respect. Mm-hmm. No, he, yeah, he just, wants
2: his little corner of the world.
4: That's yeah. all he really he's like, cares come
1: about. Come into my trap.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I'll cross my bridge. Way out <laughs> out. Like, I'll
3: betrayals you. in your feet. Well, <laughs> yeah, he just, just betrayed he's like everybody. Troll. He's yeah. like the
4: the troll of evil of evil villains.
3: Yeah, he's the worst. When Cersei was gonna kill his wife, and he's like, I'll find another. And you're like, ah. Ugh. So gross.
2: They're all like these young. There's like fifteen. Oh, I can't. God.
3: I yeah. can't handle him. Like he's the worst.
2: He's one of the grossest. I think of his of death, Game of Thrones, which is. The I line. agree. Yeah.
3: Yes, that is a lot to say, and like yeah. his death made me the happiest. Yeah,
4: it's it's the evil of betrayal. You know, when they they say some some people say that it's treasonous, or there's um like the 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 most inner circle of hell is is uh, put aside for those who invite. Guests Deception, into their yeah. home,
3: yes, and
4: then do harm to them because yeah. I mean, back in the day, that's really all you had to go on was trust of someone's word. You know, there wasn't like a, a Yelp review for castles. You know, yeah. like, do they? How do they treat their their rivals? You know, when they invite them for dinner, you'll never know. And so, to put that trust in someone, to put your life in their hand, to put your arms down, and to come in for a peaceful a peaceful dinner and to get slaughtered. There's no greater evil back in the day than that.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'll, I just go out on a date. As soon as we break bread, I know I'm in trustworthy guy's hands. Yeah. Right. Totally. Just until, kidding. Until like until he turns
2: into the water rains of <laughs> and then
4: it's like, oh no, uh, not May. again!
1: <laughs> I saw. Already, ah, okay. <laughs> obviously, Walter doesn't care about the frailty of human existence, and he will forever be stuck in our minds as a horrible and human. And on meat being. pies, <laughs> and meat pies. Mm, Next on my list, Ramsey Bolton. Oh, uh, god, the Ted Just, Bundy I mean, we literally exactly yes. watching him mute like torture, mutilate these yeah. people, Theon. And, you know, he's obviously a bastard. People called him Ramsay Snow, Bastard Bolton. But what he did to Sansa and Theon, who I eventually, you know, came to like, it was just hard to watch. Like, a lot of times I had to look away when it was, you know, his season that, that we were focusing on his character. I mean... So I mean he's
0: a- Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on instagram If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV.
1: He's a good villain because I just couldn't even stand to look at what He's he was handling, what totally he was doing. To these totally, yeah. yeah.
3: Right. To like let him go just to then go chase him back to ugh. to capture Theon again is just such a psychological. Yeah. and then just to. Like, to castrate a guy? Come on. Like, that, it's a lot. It's a
4: bit much. It's a lot. Not cool, man. Not cool. Yeah, like, it's no. just... But it's rough. The Boltons, you gotta you gotta hand it to them. They were almost, like, predestined to be evil. Look at their mm. banner. It's a flayed man. Like, I don't care yeah, who yeah. did, who so did what. You flay a guy. That's pretty hardcore, and that's pretty bad. I would have to say that Roose Bolton was more of a respectable evil man, mm. because he, he was pragmatic in why he did things, and... And he was almost like a Tywin Lannister in that regard. He, when he spoke, he commanded respect, and you could really feel the fear of of, of a commanding officer in his voice. But when you look at Ramsay, he was just more of a sadist, more yeah. of a, you know, he's just if, a boy that was Likes to play with his toys, just he's kind just of a an, sick guy. He enjoyed
2: it so much. He had, to enjoy- yeah. Like if, if we were gonna look at like these villains, like Batman villains, you had <laughs> Walter Frey would maybe be the Penguin, where he's like he likes his little <laughs> he has, corner, he yeah. likes his club, and he's just a little yam 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 yam. But then you have the Joker, which is Ramsey. Yes,
3: I, that's what I was gonna say. He's the Joker for sure.
2: Yeah, because he just enjoys what he wants, and he just right. like he's that, and it's that joy and that pleasure that. Makes him the most He's
4: stricken with a severe case of Scheidenfreude. Yeah. Which is German for taking pleasure of others' pain.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was thinking about that scene. Isn't he the one who shoots some um, Ricken?
3: When he's like running to John. He does. He goes, go go to your brothers. And then he shoots him in the back with a bow and arrow. That was really hard to watch, that scene. It was terrible.
1: Moving on to Ryan's favorite, Littlefinger, master Uh, of coin, uh, master manipulator, accumulated his wealth and intelligence from the brothels uh, that he owned. And he wasn't going to stop until he got the throne, but he fell on the way into Arya's sword (laughs) that
4: was a mistrial that's great
3: (laughs) yeah Uh.
4: (laughs) The love of Littlefinger makes me doubt your my
3: love Uh. of Littlefinger will never die oh
4: boy I'm grossest I love this man I mean he's a self-made man You know, I mean, look, he made his own sigil. He's the master chess player. We've already established in prior episodes, if you want to go back and check him out, we have an episode entirely dedicated to (laughs) Littlefinger that I uh, enjoyed hosting. Um, This guy, he's the string puller. He's (laughs) the puppeteer. He's he's, he's the
2: dude that was so in love with his childhood crush and so obsessed that he tried to seduce... Her daughter. daughter. Okay, yeah. all right. Gross.
3: We've all agreed. We've all
2: what? We've, we've all,
4: all
1: what? Come to terms with yeah. that part of it. yes. yes.
3: Yeah, there oh, you go. Remember, like we've <laughs> all
2: seduced the our obsession's
4: daughters. Daughters. I mean, yeah. there's not that many. You know, so, there's there? no Facebook. Okay, you can't just go like go go swipe right on somebody. There's only so many people in Westeros no. worthy. No, of, that's not an excuse. a strategic alignment. Anyway, Look. Look, you can't make his, like. Listen, the dating pool is small, I, so it's okay if so he's going a, after
2: a teenager.
4: Right. Look, I, I, I I'll, I'll go ahead and agree that you can categorize Littlefinger as a villain. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. but 100%. oh, thank you, uh, thank you
3: so much. You're, you are
4: welcome. Okay, but I will not sit here and allow his good name to be dragged <laughs> no through the name. mud. <laughs> he's, he's, he's without Littlefinger. Okay, we wouldn't have near as much drama, corruption. And twists and turns as we would in this world. So, love to hate him. You love. I love to love
3: him. (laughs) You're the only one that. that 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 That's. I mean, he let people come in to like kill prostitutes for fun. You know. Yeah. Only when they they crossed him. Oh boy. She betrayed his trust. Why? Why would? (sighs) Why would?
4: Was it Ruse? Rouse? Rouse. Rouse. Yeah. Rouse. 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 Why would Rouse do that? She knew she was who she was messing with.
2: Oh, don't. Oh, you're just getting All grosser. Right. You're Moving gonna make
1: on this <laughs> list. Number six, yeah, is Ryan Malady, also known as the Red Priestess. Red Priestess. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Melisandra. Yeah. She's the ambiguous force focused right. on who should be on the throne. But we can't forget that time she burned an innocent child alive that at did. the stake.
2: Mm-hmm. If we bring our, if we bring our. Batman villain stuff into this. I would say she's kind of a... Kind of a Catwoman? Kind of a Talia al Ghul where she's... I'm getting so geeky into this. Poison (laughs) Ivy. Poison Ivy, yeah. Well, Poison Ivy, where it's someone who sometimes is good. She's on the... Sometimes she's on the side of like... She's trying to win the battle for the good people Mm -hmm. even though what she does is not so good and she is kind of evil... And, I mean, I'm not, I'm not excusing the fact that she did kill a little girl, mm-hmm. but you did see after it happened, when it was wrong, that she knew it was wrong. Yeah. And it's inter- she's, an, she's a very complex character. She's much yeah. more
4: complex than a lot of these villains we're talking about. I mean, she's responsible for a lot of deaths, but I, I agree. It's, it's more complicated than that. I mean, here's a woman who sees visions, you know, who plays with fire, and doesn't get burned. She has a a god who answers her in Mm -hmm. certain ways. So, I mean, to to put aside the mere games of mortals and to to follow her own personal intuition as to what she thinks is the right thing to do is something that we haven't seen any other character really have to wrestle with. And You're right. So to see her come out the end of it and kind of put those things aside and think, well, maybe there is a morality that I need to start paying attention to. Yeah. kind of redeems her in a way. But she's definitely a villain for most of the series. I mean, she, she th- with her indifference of throwing of people into the flames just so that they could fall in line, is, is a villain thing to do. I mean, she was mm-hmm. the one who corrupted the thoughts and, you know, of, um, of uh, Stannis. Stannis Baratheon. Yeah. You know, she's the one who. Shadow
3: was- Baby. Yeah, gave
4: birth to a shadow baby. Come on, she gave birth to a demon. A
3: creature. But it didn't help Stannis. And she, Mm. (laughs) that little girl was the sweetest little girl, and that's terrible. And it helped nothing. That you're like, oh, you're going to sacrifice this kid. And like, but maybe it would help. And then it didn't. But then when she resurrected on snow, then you're like, okay, glad we kept her around. But like, I hated her.
2: I mean, she's another one of these villains that has a strong. Faith system and, and belief yeah. system, and she feels like what mm-hmm. she's doing is right,
3: is right,
4: even if it's wrong.
3: I know it's just uh,
4: she's, she's, a, she's a low sparrow, it's
3: rough waters.
1: <laughs> Number five, the mountain, Sir Gregor mm-hmm. Clegane. Um, oh, yeah. he's a brutal murderer. Squeeze yeah. the brains out of my favorite character, Oberon Martell, in season four. Burn mm-hmm. his brother's face. I mean, this guy is now like what he's got the all these different animal parts keeping him alive. He's like the Franken monster, yeah, yeah.
2: Franken mountain. But when he
3: decapitates his own horse, I was like, he's a true monster now. Because yeah. I, I hated, I was like, no. That was the worst.
2: You can't kill a horse. That's how you lose uh, charm points and Red Dead Redemption. Yeah,
3: over here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm at, like, level three geek
2: oh, right
3: now. Oh, God. I actually
4: just got the game. I'm looking forward That's to cool. playing it. But, yeah, uh, Goodbye, Gregor Fligain, he's your classic muscle Bad guy. He's uh-huh. your Bluto to your Popeye. You know, he's just got his only motivation is to do exactly what he wants when he wants, and because he's capable of bad things, he commits bad things, mm-hmm. and that's why he's a villain. You're capable of anything in this world, you know, but it's what you choose to do with the powers that you have that define who you are. So, uh, Gregor Clegane stays on the path of a villain, while his brother. Sways back and forth. (laughs) Yeah, but it's on a rising path. But it's on a better
3: path, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a rough life. He had to live at the mountain, man. Man, I'm looking forward
4: to Clegane Bowl 2019. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, It's got to happen. It's got to happen. If it doesn't happen... Well, uh, they'll probably animate it. Like some no, it's, it's it going to happen. It, it has to. It's leading to it. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. Yeah, you're
1: right. Number four, my favorite, a mad scientist. Everyone wants a Kyburn in their back mm-hmm. pocket. Hmm. So this guy used to be a former maester thrown out for conducting illegal human experiments. He's sort of like Melisandre in that he can bring people back from the dead, but he uses science instead of black magic. I just love how he can create so many different things from science. And I just, I love that aspect of Game of Thrones. I wish we got more of him, actually.
2: It's like science in air quotes. I think it's kind of a, it's kind of a black magic-y science. Yeah,
3: like Shakespeare potions. Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like like... evil hamster running in a wheel sort of science. (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) Yeah. that kind of science. I like him (laughs) too, but I hate that he has the dragon weapon. That he built the dragon weapon. <gasps> the dragons are my favorite. And after yeah. that, I was like, "Get out of here! I hope you die." Yeah. Uh, I don't. I didn't like that. But it's weird how he—he kind of almost feels like a psychic. Because didn't he tell Cersei that he knew that she was pregnant before she did? Didn't he like? I, feel, I don't or, remember that.
1: Okay. I don't know, maybe... But he also
3: knew about the wildfire underneath, but that's just information they had. That was like a psychic thing. Yeah. But I thought with the pregnancy thing, she didn't know yet, but he was like, oh, it, there was something weird that happened where he confirmed it. I don't know. Maybe. I might be totally wrong. I that think, was in my brain for some reason. Uh,
4: you're right, and you know, I am I usually don't like to speak up unless I'm sure about things, but I am, I am remembering there was something along the lines of where he... Humored her. I don't think he confirmed yeah. anything, but I think. For it was her, one of he those confirmed. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. It was like, we'll see. Yeah. Sure, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. She's totally. Her totally pregnancy. pregnancy pregnant. Too, yeah. 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 But, yeah, I mean, he's. He's the uh, the power behind the power. He's, actually, yeah.
2: he's also a guy who's like wants to just do what he does. Like he wants to do his experiments, and he's on Cersei's side because she's letting him do it, do
3: it, and leave him alone. Yeah, yeah, Which and is... that's why he's like, go will give you the mountain back." Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. check yeah. it out. I made the mountain. Yeah, isn't that cool? Now leave I... me
3: alone. Let me get back to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: that's why I kind of like him. He's like, it feels like a true scientist. It feels like yeah. what actual scientists <laughs> yeah. are like. There's no moral yeah. questions yeah. to it.
3: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just,
4: let's let's just make stuff. Yeah, like as this. long as he produces what you paid for, mm-hmm. yeah, and acts like it took longer than it needed to take, you know. Yeah. I kind of feel like if John made him a better offer, he would
2: go over to yeah, John. Probably, like he's just there to do what he does. Yeah, and he would, uh,
4: but John's too righteous for that stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is. do you
4: mean you, you cured grayscale without asking? Mm-hmm. I got to brood about this. Well, that's
2: that's not.
3: <laughs> that's not.
2: That's not him. That's uh that's Sam.
4: Yeah, Sam. you're right. But you who knows? He could be down there doing it. Yeah. <laughs> he you know what I mean? he's probably making a harder grayscale like a, yeah, a <laughs> to mechanized weaponized grayscale <laughs> gray exactly scale. yeah he's got no chains to weigh him down mm-hmm.
1: number three I just wanted to be plain house Lannister but mm-hmm. I also want to focus on Joffrey oh, yeah. but just house oh, Lannister in general is just like the enemy house I feel like but Joffrey obviously believed to be the eldest son of Robert Baratheon which we know not to be true mm-hmm. um he made Sansa look at her father's head on a spike. That was horrible for me. And then the him brat. murdering Roz with the crossbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, him, actually, the purple wedding was one of my favorite moments seeing oh, him on God,
2: screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were just, like, waiting for so many
4: seasons just to see
2: him to dead.
3: die, yeah. Yeah. yes.
4: It was a glorious death. Jack Leeson is, is a fantastic actor, and he just... Freaking nailed it, man! He's the guy you love to hate. Mm. Every time you see him on screen, he's just so cringy and just Mm -hmm. wrong. But here's another character where punchable face. It's a very punchable character, right? (laughs) But it's also complicated because it's like you look at this child. He's been he was raised by. Look at the people he was raised by. You know his incestuous Mm -hmm. mother and uncle, and and you know led to believe that anything that he wants, he can have. Anything that he does is okay. And you know you just—that's how you raise a monster. And then when you give him actual power, of course he's going to abuse it. Um, yeah, he's like a rich kid who was raised super spoiled.
3: Yeah, has
2: a punchable face, became the leader <laughs> of a country, yeah. and <laughs> is just a giant baby about it.
3: Found out he was a bastard, then massacred <laughs> <Life> all the <laughs> other bastards. <laughs> <It> <laughs> exactly. <sounds> so
2: relatable.
3: <laughs> so that
4: uh,
2: yeah. I've dated a uh, few life mimics Art
4: doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, all right. Yeah, giving
1: uh, Next, my next favorite Lannister in line, number two, Cersei. She commits unspeakable atrocities to save her family. She'll literally do anything to save her family. Um, You know, she she basically created Joffrey with Jamie, so she created this little monster. And also yeah.
2: spoiled him to death.
1: That's what yeah, I wrote exactly. down. I'm like, she
3: created a monster. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A totally. monster from a monster. How do you feel, guys feel about Cersei? I mean, she's kind of like the Mad King. I thought she was just like I mean, at this point, she doesn't have any friends. She's just that's like spiraled the, down. That's the thing. Is she's where unpredictable. Before
4: she would be doing all these unspeakable acts. I mean, she blew up the sept, you know, and mm-hmm. all these innocent people. I mean, she was she's a true master villain who's kind of been hardened over and over and over by the loss of each family member. Now she doesn't really have anyone left. And so, for a woman who has nothing to lose, right. who was already a villain, it's even scarier. Now, I think she's on a tipping point where she might tip one side into chaotic chaotic, you know ruthless leadership or maybe into the other into finding a newfound sense of you know redemption and, and oh, do you think, think that she's
2: she far can far fast you think so well the thing is she's very relatable she's someone who's like had to fight for her place yeah. she was seen as for one she's a woman in this society that's all they're made for is to like get married off to some king and then that's then they're done, and then they can produce mm-hmm. another king, and then they're done. So she actually had to fight to get her voice heard, and then she has such a love for family, that that's it makes it so you can kind of, you kind of respect her because right. she's just trying to protect her kid. She's trying to like she has a love that she can't really show, even though it's a very incestuous love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's still like, and then she was forced to be married to this guy who became kind of a fat. Drunk, yeah, you know, and it's, it's she's she's had it kind of tough. So she's, it makes her relatable. It doesn't excuse her from stuff.
3: But I feel like, don't you feel like Tom and he killed himself because she orchestrated the whole thing with, like, by killing yeah. his wife. Yeah. And it's like, well, you made your kid, like, it's a loss.
2: You're one good kid.
3: And do, I know. You're one
2: good, the one kid that could actually be a good king because he doesn't want to be king.
3: And then she tells Jamie that he betrayed the family by killing himself. And you're like, dude, you want to look deeper into that maybe? Yeah, and like, <laughs> you know.
2: she's She totally doesn't see inside her own flaws. Oh, like, yeah, she no. totally us to block them out, right? And that's what makes her—that's so evil because yeah. she just thinks that she's right all the time. I think right. she's
4: brilliant. You know, do you remember when um, Littlefinger and her had a little moment in? Um,
1: I'm sure you're going to remind us. Uh, well, okay, this, so of so course
4: so your favorite Finger, little little fingers, fingers, You know, I'm sure this wasn't climbing. the
2: fan fiction that you wrote.
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> you, it's under my bed. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, so they're walking down. Littlefinger's getting a little cocky because he's you know you know, working for Hand of the King on the council and all this stuff, and um, he, he, he mentions something to her about how he kind of knows about her and, and Jamie, and he's like, well, you know, knowledge is power. And then she's like, oh. And she's like, guards, slit his throat. And then, like, they start to, and she's like, mm, mm I changed my mind. Turn around. Take three steps. And then she, like, whispers to him, like, like power is power. <laughs> and so her, her perspective on what power is, is, so, and the the whole show, I was actually, to bring it back earlier from few previous villains, when you remember when Varys was saying to, uh, to Tyrion, power is a curious, I have it pulled up, power is a curious thir- thing, three great men, a king, a priest, and a rich man, between them stands a common sellsword, each great man bids the sellsword kill the other two, who lives, who dies, Tyrion's like, well, I don't know, you know, Varys says, "Power resides where men believe it resides. It's a trick, a shadow on the wall, and a very small man can cast a very large shadow." Which is a wonderful quote from Varys. But um, this show wrestles with the idea of power, what it is philosophically yeah. mm-hmm. and realistically. And I think Cersei is a very realistic type character, realistic villain, where she knows. When she has power, I mean, she knows when it's slipping, and whenever it starts to slip, you can tell that she maneuvers her way back into it, and for that, you got to respect her. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, she was
1: born into it. She doesn't know anything else Mm -hmm. other than power. All right, I want to talk... true power cometh. Exactly. Um, I want to talk about the coldest of cold-blooded killers, (laughs) the Night King, the commanding force of the White Walkers. Seems he wants to wipe out all of mankind. You know, guys, I'm kinda of hoping that Melisandra can release him from his curse. Do you guys oh. see that happening?
4: I mean, yeah. The thing wow, is, what, a, what a what a what a you know, empathetic way to look at it. Release him is, from his curse. Like I mean, he, mm-hmm. That's that's looking at him as a victim. I feel like he
3: likes it, you know, he's like into it now.
4: He's still so,
2: mm-hmm. I mean,
3: especially now that he's got a white dragon. Yeah. He's gonna be flying around having the time of his life. The mm.
2: thing is, like the thing with the Night King and all of the, the whites is like mm. They're forces of nature. There's no real motivation except the way that a cancer has motivation. Yeah. Just to spread and take over and devour. Mm -hmm. And that's why there are a lot of parallels that we've talked about before with global warming and climate change. And they're just something that's coming. And it's more important than all the little petty political squabbles because it's... You can't understand it, and it's unstoppable, and it's yeah. just spreading. It's an it's a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to like that's what makes it so evil because there's no reasoning with it. So it's not a person to be cured right now of of any sort of curse that I could see because <laughs> it's just evil. It's like, and I don't know who the Night King is, and no one really does, and that's this theories about that. But like,
4: it's that it's that cancer of it that makes him the worst villain. I feel like mm. brands going to step in eventually and have yeah. a big role to play. If um, not, become the night king, like right. a lot of people think. Guys, oh, yeah. we just have a few travel.
1: seconds left, but I want to throw—I oh. want to throw a quick game your way. Throw it at us. Okay, who would win in a fight, Ramsay versus Joffrey? Go
4: Ramsay yes. on hand, like personal hand hand. Ramsay duh. Just but even, but as a villain,
1: stacking even one as a villain Joffrey. The other. Joffrey would
4: have just called the hound on him. Joffrey wins.
1: Okay, no, number two,
3: Cersei versus Melisandre. I put that Cersei would find help because she always does. Right, just like would. Yeah, but uh, the Lannisters but don't fight themselves. Melisandre can birth demons, so like yeah. I don't know. Cersei could come up with an army, and then she's like, "I'm gonna birth twelve demons right now, and you're all dead." I got a bunch yeah. of demon babies. I think yeah.
2: Cersei has like more of a game
4: chess master
2: so that's, it, that's it never what I mean get to like, that point. she
3: knows how to like find to before fight. she finds before the red woman even knows it. Yeah. so she so
4: would be like yeah. okay yeah I'll meet you at the playground at high noon yeah <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah. She, yeah yeah. sons of the harpy versus the mountain <laughs> she's taking this her is her. So interesting
4: it's like an idea like a yeah b- Immovable object meets an unstoppable force. You know, this is interesting because I think the mountain could be overpowered.
3: I. What about I the don't mountain know. versus not know. He's already dead. Oh, that's He's
4: the, the like question.
2: Franken
3: Mountain. Franken Mountain. Oh, Franken Mountain. Franken Mountain. A hundred percent. He's yeah. already a dead man.
2: Yeah, I think the only one that could kill Franken Mountain is probably <laughs> his, that... brother, his brother with a flaming sword. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. You don't have to be Whisper. Whisper yeah. a flaming yeah. sword. Hint.
1: Yeah. Okay, guys. Drop last one. Everyone versus the Night right. King. Uh, <laughs> Good versus
3: evil. Uh,
4: Night King. It's Night King. Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone. <laughs> like, yeah. all the villains are just everyone.
1: Well, all the villains are obviously going to have to come together
3: yeah. in some That's way true. to right. fight the Night King. I would love it to be, like, the <sighs> underdogs of everyone, and everyone is an underdog, <laughs> which makes it interesting <laughs> to win. But
4: but nobody right. here has any dragonglass, so... Well, Valerian or Valerian Steel. Yeah, I'm not... Well, <laughs> well no, you're right. Well, They're going to share their Joffrey weapons, okay? Joffrey has a player okay. still stored, but... Yeah, yeah that's what going to do it.
1: We're sharing. We're spreading the weapons Joffrey around.
4: Joffrey would win over uh, the, like, the day man. Oh! Uh, Destroys the Night King. Done. Who does? The Day Man. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> from man. another all right, show. Guys, Crossover. Nobody knows. They're making us
1: wrap up. You guys can find me, Kristen <laughs> Elizabeth Snyder, on all the social mediums at Cinematic Escape. Mr. Dave Child, where can we
2: find you? Oh, you could find me at Mr. Dave Child, Mr. Dave Child on Twitter and the Instagrams are DaveChild.com. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I'm a Dave Child.
3: Wow. <laughs> I'm Tara Erickson. and you're... You can find me at Tara Erickson, T-A-R-A-E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N, and on YouTube with the same name. I like that. That's very sexy. I like that it's one. good, the best, right? Yeah. yeah, very good.
1: Better very than Dave's.
3: Wow. <laughs> can you
1: talk that, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us?
4: And I'm Ryan Malati.
3: <laughs> it's just, just always Littlefinger. Perfectly Every done. time.
4: Yeah. Where can we find you? keep up with me at my name everywhere, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not really on Twitter as much anymore, but yeah, uh. fi- find me out there. Shoot me a, a geeky question, and I'll try to answer it with the geeky answer. And um, thank you guys so much. Thank <clears throat> Please you. subscribe if you haven't. Give us a like and a comment. We love to read them. And we'll I think see next you.
1: month we should talk about the love stories of Game of Thrones. I don't know, I'm not the host, up to you guys, but I think that'd be cool. You know, f- month we'll of February. You can catch us the last week of February, usually the last Wednesday or Thursday at 6 or 7 o'clock. We can't wait till the new season begins. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great night. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. bye bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV.